With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Your turn to be the voice. 0800 150811. A lot of texts coming in in support of Sky changing uh, their commentary team. I was just uh, my sermon was about the reaction uh, to uh, the stuff article, actually, more than anything else. So I just question the fa- uh, fact whether um, people were wanting that. And uh, look, Matt, I have no doubt about uh, Jason Pine and his ability to commentate. Um, he's, as you say, one of the well-researched commentators anywhere and that's why uh, during the sermon I asked the question why he wasn't employed by FIFA in the first place to be uh, part of their commentary team. Uh, that was the thing that surprised me uh, overall about it. Right, let's get uh, stuck into uh, the calls. Uh, Dino from Dunedin. Uh, Dino, uh, even though there's an all-black test uh, due uh, towards the end of this week, Dino, you've been watching a bit of the women's football, I understand. Yeah, I, do, I did some of the, like, Put on, to be brutally honest, anything with a fern on its chest, I'm going to support it 100%. So I had a wee look, and I was I was blown away with the way the woman went. Like I didn't know what to expect. I've always watched the Football World Cup men's. That's the only football I watch. But it, I watch every game if I can. I just love it. The skill level and the touch, it blows me away. Like It just honestly blows me away. And the aerobic fitness level of the players... If they didn't dive, mate, I could probably watch more of it, but that just infuriates me. But that's part of the game, and I understand it. But the women's, I don't want to be too critical because I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I was disappointed with the touch play, like the number of passes that go behind the person that's in space. I'm thinking, yeah, okay, I don't ever watch much of this. And then luckily last night I stayed up and watched Brazil. Now, maybe it's just the first game at any tournament. You always want to get the first game out of the way, then you're into the tournament. So we'll see what happens moving on this week when they're all into these second games. But Brazil, for me, that was no different to men's football. And I don't mean that disrespectfully, but we're not supposed to have men's and women's anymore, are we? We're supposed to be equal equality, whatever it is. So I suppose I'm allowed to say that, but it was next level. Like That goal, when the girl didn't kick it in, she flicked it behind her. The third goal, I think it was. Yeah, that was just like, wow, how good. So, very interesting. So I went through after that and I had a look at a, a map thing of it and tried to work out who I thought would go where. I think New Zealand, Switzerland, let's get them behind them tonight and hopefully they get there. They could win that group. How bizarre. Who would have... That would have been a great bit of the TAB if you're allowed to do it before the tournament started, but that's a possibility. Like, I didn't realise Norway was supposedly the top team in our pool. Well, they didn't look much chop at all, whether it was just great coaching, great play, and a combination of all of those. But let's see how we go tonight. I can't wait. Honestly, I can't wait. And, you know, if the All Black backline had um, Stevenson, uh, Fuanuku, and Jordan at the back three, I'd be really excited about Saturday as well. But we'll just continue to enjoy the progress that the All Blacks are making. But right now, Tuesday isn't Thursday, so I've got nothing to talk about because I don't know. So I'll enjoy this football game. Good on you, Dino. Uh, appreciate your call. 
I really do, and uh, nice that uh, you're keeping a, a great open mind about it because um, you um, are a bit of a barometer, actually. I mean, if, if you are invested in the Football Ferns World Cup, um, I'm, I'm very, very happy. I'm very, very pleased, and I think, as I say, um, you're a bit of a, a yardstick for that because you're such a big rugby man, but if this is getting you, that is great. Kevin from uh, Titarangi. Uh, Kevin, good morning to you. Morning, Smithy. How are you? Good, thanks, man. Like, nice to hear from you. Hey, um, on the Ashes, um, you know, Aussie won two 0 and they're saying that you know rain came and infected it. But like I said, they they went out and they got that two 0 lead, and they did the hard yards early. You know, to get a two 0 lead, well, catch me if you can, and they couldn't catch whether it's weather or not. They they I don't know whether it was selections for the England side earlier on with what you know what was injured. Oh, but Wokes coming in, whether they picked him too late, but. Aussies did those hard yards pretty early, and um, they, they deserved that victory. They, in my, in my, um, you know, they, they just deserve it, uh, Smithy. Yep, I, I think you know they they did all they had to do in those first two test matches. Uh, I think the third one, um, I think, was always going to be predictable that England would uh, step up a gear. Uh, they were a bit stiff with the weather. I think uh, all going well, they played um, and dominated enough to win that fourth test match. We're going to be talking to Jared Waitley after 10 o'clock actually out of Australia and he said uh, his theme basically is Crimea River, England. Tough luck. Uh, so, you know, uh, the, a lot of people have got a lot of history in the ashes but you're right. I mean, uh, what did upset me about the selection from Australia though uh, was their all of a sudden lack of lack of confidence in a young spinner to do a job for them, a specialist spinner. And look what Lyon's done. You know, you've got to give the guy a go. You just don't go on one test. And the other thing there, too, I was a bit disappointed with is, is Cummins' is captaincy. He, he, he's, he's, he's making decisions in and over. You, you don't do that. You sit back and you wait, you know, you wait, you wait. You don't start changing things because the ball's going that way or going that way in and over. And, and that's, I found a bit of a weakness here compared to what Stokes is doing, uh, just on you know, observation. Okay, cool. And uh, football fans? Oh, I like the football fern. Smithy, I, I just um, the girl that scored the goal for New Zealand. Who was the girl? Who was the girl that set her up and put that ball right at her feet? That, that was a great kick, and I'm loving watching it, by the way. But that was a great kick that set her up in front of the goal. I, I don't, I don't know her name. Do you? Yeah, hand. Uh, it was a hand Wilkinson combo. Hand it down the right, um, oh. and a, you're right. A beautiful square ball across. So uh, we're oh. getting to know these uh, these ladies uh, one by one, and. You know, uh, we'll know them even a bit better tonight. Um, it's been fascinating. That was a very clinical goal. It certainly was a clinical goal. You could draw that up on a board, and uh, that would be absolutely perfect, uh, Kev. Hey, look forward to it. I would really like to hear from you after the Ashes is all done and dusted. Even though um, the, the, the urn stays, uh, I think it's fair to say the series is, is still alive. So, Kev, uh, love your observations on a daily basis. Thanks for that. Neville, good morning to you. Briefly before I talk about Brian Harmon, I was blown away by the um, girl um, against um, Norway. I, I can't remember seeing a New Zealand women's team have such control and, and their passing. They just seemed to have the skills. It was, it was brilliant to watch. Um, so anyway, uh, tonight should be interesting. Um, I just want to comment briefly on Brian Harmon. Um, I don't know whether it's all been covered off, but 
he did have form that um, indicated, you know, it, it shouldn't have been too big a surprise or shock. Because um, he got fifth last year at the Open. Um, and leading into the tournament, he played pretty well. He had a second, a ninth, and a twelfth at the Scottish Open. Um, but his game was just so good. Um, some stupid spectator yelled out at him. He didn't have the stones or the bottle or something at one stage in the second round, I think. And um, I think he probably thought, to hang with you, I'm going I'm to do well. And so mm. he, um, he did. Um, but one of the interesting things was his stats were so good. He, he only only dropped six shots through the whole tournament, whereas the guys next to him, um, Day dropped 10, Ram dropped 9, Straka dropped 13, McElroy dropped 8. So I think the answer's there. It was fairways and greens, and, um, well, he's the third left-hander now to win the Open, along with Bob and uh, Phil. So that's pretty good. <laughs> Absolutely, Neville, and they've done it all. Done it with a, in a year ending in three, sixty-three, two thousand and thirteen, two thousand and twenty-three. Uh, brilliant call, Neville. Uh, as always, thank you very much, and uh, uh, like uh, everyone else around the country, pleasantly enjoying the football ferns. Long may it continue. Nine forty-three. We'll take a bit of a break. Uh, we've got Joey on the line. Uh, if Joey can be patient. We'll come back to him after the break. Thank you. Rightio, let's get back to the calls, and uh, Joey's on the line from Auckland. Morning, Joey. Yeah, g'day, Smithy. Look, I've been uh, a very patient man. I've had to be, mate, being a Man United uh, supporter uh, <laughs> over the last few years. <laughs> I'll give you a tip there, mate. Uh, but um, the, the football fans, the, the, this World Cup's been fantastic, and, you know, um, the skill in that, uh, the game I watched last night, um, uh, um, Italy against Argentina, the one-touch football was absolutely brilliant. And the goal that the girl came on and scored, and she scored about 54 goals for a country or something, and it's unbelievable header. You know, it's just fantastic. And and, and the crowds, um, we're getting good crowds in New Zealand, you know, 30,000 people in Eden Park. That's fantastic, mate. I reckon it's brilliant. I totally agree. I think the level of support has been uh, outstanding, Joey. Uh, you know, um, we did say, uh, a lot of people say New Zealanders uh, don't like to um, express their feelings very quickly. They like to sit back and just see. And uh, they certainly sat back for a while, but when it came to football ferns being in action, of course, we got that magnificent crowd. Uh, but I like the fact that when the United States played there, there was a bumper crowd. Italy, Argentina last night, fantastic crowd. Uh, and of course, uh, tonight in the capital is going to be an absolutely outstanding night. Uh, Joey, um, like everyone, uh, I totally agree with you, man. Uh, it is good. And you stay patient. Uh, I, I foresee that Manchester United will win something sometime in the next decade. I hope so. Uh, Bruce uh, from Christchurch. G'day, Bruce. Yeah, I'm patient as well, mate. I'm a Liverpool supporter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Smithy. 
Smithy, um, some great words. I back up everything, and, I, and I'm, I'm, how do I put it? I'm absolutely pleased and thrilled New Zealand's getting in behind it, and and stoked. Um, they're realising how big an event this is because football is a huge, huge audience event and a participation. We have some amazing entrepreneurial people, and as a country, we've got a lot going for it. This is the type of event we should be looking at. I heard comments weeks ago saying, make the most of it, we're never going to do it again. Well, we could do this again. I know we're sharing it with Australia, but what's to stopping us holding a, a volleyball world champs, a hockey world champs, a basketball women's world champs? I'm pretty sure we could do it. Rather than looking at a big, big event like a Commonwealth Games, you know, you're only talking a couple of thousand people that probably are here in this event, maybe only 1,500, but that's what I think. And keep supporting it, guys. Um, New Zealand hopefully will get through to the next stage, and, and that's what keeps it going. But, you know, we're, we're a very friendly, intelligent nation, and um, that's how I feel about it. Bruce, like I concur. I mean, the, the, the Football World Cup has been brilliant and it's only really just getting into gear. Uh, the other thing that uh, was well supported, of course, was the Black Ferns because we had a, thought we had a viable chance, but we're only talking two venues there. Didn't go around the country, remember, which was probably the saddest thing of the whole damn lot. Um, but then, of course, prior to that, we had uh, the Cricket World Cup, which was badly affected by uh, the fact that uh, COVID brought down the crowd numbers quite markedly. So... Uh, look, it has been fantastic, Bruce, and I, I totally uh, concur with everyone that's rung up this morning in terms of the interest. No knockers, uh, no doubters, uh, people just uh, very much, and I, I hasten to say on the bandwagon, but just uh, totally in behind it. Uh, Chris from Foxton, morning mates, great commentary on women's game, it must be so hard to pronounce same names. With teams from countries overseas, I've listened on SENZ and feel like I am in the stand. Well done. Uh, that's from Chris out of Foxton. Uh, at least we'll be able to count on Piney to know it's uh, India Page Riley, not uh, India Page Riley. Uh, no troubles with uh, Piney's all class. Um, SENZ is uh, much poorer without him. Well, that's a matter of opinion, uh, Pete, and uh, I think you'll find if you speak to Piney personally, it uh, might have been his choice.